Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today we're talking about Mars. In fact, there's a recent article on Euronews.com here. It talks about, it says, European Space Agency probe captures new photos of 700-kilometer dried-up river system on Mars. Wow, about a 500-mile-long river, it sounds like. The article goes on to state... While you might think of the surface of Mars as an otherworldly landscape, new photographs show it doesn't look as different as we might think to our own environment. The European Space Agency, or ESA, ESA has released pictures of an ancient dried-up river system that stretches out for nearly 700 kilometers across the surface of Mars, which is surprisingly Earth-like in appearance. One of the longest valley networks on the planet around 3.5 billion to 4 billion years ago. The vast valleys were filled with water, forming large rivers. The Nurgle Vallas region, shown in the new images from uh, ESA's Mars Express spacecraft, lies just south of the planet's equator. This area of Mars landscape was shaped by a mix of flowing water and impacts where rocks from space crashed into the Martian plain. A number of impact craters of varying size can be seen dotted across the surface of the planet. The existence of ancient rivers on Mars shows that it once had a much warmer, wet, and Earth-like climate. Pictures, or excuse me, valleys pictured on the ESA photographs are around 200 meters deep, so 700 feet deep, and two clicks wide, about a mile and a half wide. Valleys like this are often found on Earth, including those in the Chilean uh, Atacama Desert, the Colorado Plateau, and on the islands of Hawaii. Scientists said they think that the Negro Vallis formed in a similar way to these morphologically similar valleys on Earth. Essa said it is likely the water on ancient Mars was topped up by a mix of precipitation and water from the surrounding terrain. The Mars Express spacecraft captured these observations using its high-resolution stereo camera, which the ESA is using, to map, is using to map the whole surface of Mars in full color and high resolution. Very interesting stuff. Now, it's interesting that they found this around the equator because it seems like that is where the current... Um, Mars Insight is at. And there's been some other news um, about Mars. And I did a piece uh, on the blog. If you go over to ufowarning.blogspot.com, you can look at the article that I put up there. And uh, it's about the possibility of life on Mars. And I titled it NASA Life on Mars. And the question I ask is, has NASA already discovered life on Mars and chose not to tell us? Now, we did learn recently from uh, Chief Scientist Jim Green that he predicts in the next two years, the space agency and its European partners will definitively uh, announce proof of alien life on Mars. He says, and I quote, we're close. He also says mankind is not prepared for the results of what that reality will mean. In the article I quote here, Green goes on to say, During an interview with The Express, Green talked about the gravity of such a monumental discovery as finding indisputable evidence of life on Mars. It will be revolutionary, Green said, regarding the finding of proof of Martian life forms. It's like when Copernicus stated, No, we go around the sun. 
Green continued, It will start a whole new line of thinking. Naturally, such a discovery is going to challenge a variety of beliefs, including those of various religions. I don't think we're prepared for the results, Green said. We're not. And then it says the physicist also understands that what NASA and ESA find could literally shake the worldview of many people around the globe. I've been worried about that because I think we're close to finding it and making some announcements, Green said. Here's why I came up, and then we see here ESA, one of the uh, agencies he quotes, they work closely with NASA, has just announced this whole river system around the equator, and they go to great lengths to compare it to uh, river systems on planet Earth. Now, Mr. Green seems to think that um, people are going to freak out if uh, any kind of life is found on Mars. I really don't think so. I think that if people are upset, it's not going to affect their religious beliefs or their belief in God. I think it may affect their belief in NASA. Because we may come to find out that NASA has known about this stuff for quite a while and has chosen uh, either to soft pedal it or just to not tell us at all. And that's what seems to be going on uh, with another recent uh, revelation that came out. Now, uh, in an op-ed published in the Scientific America titled, I'm convinced we found evidence of life on Mars in the 1970s, former NASA scientist Gilbert Levin writes that a mission to Mars was the first concrete example of biological life on other planets. Now, go to the blog spot. You can see what I just read there. That's a quote from an article. We have the link. The man's name is Gilbert Levin, and he was a scientist that formerly worked on the Viking mission back in the 1970s. And he's come out and just flat out said, listen, we did these tests, and I believe we found life. Levin points to a pair of missions in 1976, this is the article, when NASA sent its Viking landers 1 and 2 to Mars. The agency's first ever trip to the Red Planet, while there, the landers took several samples from the Martian soil in an attempt to search contents for signs of biological life. One of the tests, called the, called the Labeled Release Life Detection Experiment, which was spearheaded by Levin, involved combining Martian soil samples with organic compounds and then looking for signs of carbon dioxide. Many microorganisms that were present in the soil would have metabolized the compound and released CO2, says Levin shockingly. The test initially turned up a significant four positive results and we duplicated and we duplicated by both landers located 4,000 miles apart on the planet. Now, I believe somewhere in one of the other articles he said that there were four, uh, there were five different tests given, and that four light, four tests indicated life. So that's an 80% indication of life. Pretty good. Well, that may sound like a slam dunk. The article goes on to say, we learned that despite the initial success, however, further experimentation from NASA turned up empty-handed when NASA searched for specific microorganisms. According to the agency, the test provided no clear evidence for the presence of living microorganisms in soil near the landing sites. Now, this starts to sound a little bit sketchy. So you have the first two tests that are done, and Levin says four out of five tests came back showing that there could be life. Could be. But then it says that they went ahead and performed a second 
test, when NASA turned up empty-handed, when NASA searched for specific organ microorganisms. So it doesn't sound like they took a third test or a fourth test like the first two. It's almost like they maybe conducted this secondary test to disprove the possibility of life. I don't know. It just sounds weird. And then they go on to say, according to the agency, the test provided no clear evidence for the presence of living microorganisms in soil near the landing sites. Well, you have to wonder, did they rule it out? I mean, were they able to exclude it? The whole thing just seems a little bit, a little bit phasey. Now, the um, Dr. Levin and an article they go on to claim that they NASA was not planning on sending uh, any life detecting equipment uh, for the next for the next um, NASA mission, and that's going to take off sometime, I believe. I think the launch window is July 17th through August 5th of 2020. Now, currently, InSight's up there, but they're taking up this next one that's going to leave in 2020 and land sometime in 2021, I think November 2021. Now, although in the article, Levin says, well, they should be setting up life-detecting equipment, and they're not, I did find an article online, I can't quote it to you here, but I did include it in a video I made, and it appears as though one of the main missions there is, a, I believe they called it astrobiology, and then more or less NASA says that in that mission coming up in 2020-2021 time frame, that that particular rover will be looking for past uh, evidence of life. It will also be looking for whether Mars is suitable for life to exist and uh, for what form of life to exist. So uh, there's a little bit of a conflicting uh, news there going on. Now, it doesn't sound like NASA is looking for life that currently exists on Mars. Well, maybe they know that it already does. I don't know. But it does say that they're looking for past history of, um, you know, microbial life or whatever kind of life could have been there and trying to determine what the conditions were, if the conditions were even available for life to exist. So that's going to be a really uh, interesting, interesting uh, saga to follow with NASA too. NASA has got a lot of good information on their site, lots of cool pics, lots of cool recordings. And you want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But when you have two uh, NASA scientists, a retired NASA scientist from clear back in 1970, who basically, he's almost coming out and, accuse, and accusing NASA of covering up the fact that there's life on Earth, on Mars. And now he's wrote this op-ed in Scientific American saying, yes, I believe there is life on Mars. And then you have this uh, current NASA scientist, uh, Mr. Green, comes out and says, I think there's life on Mars, and I think NASA's going to make an announcement real quick, but I'm scared that people are going to overreact. Taking that into combination with this article that just came out, I think today, from the European Space Agency, where they've got all these very cool pictures of ancient riverbeds, and they're describing them in very Earth-like terms. You know, you have to look at this in the whole and start to wonder if NASA's not prepping the public for some kind of a big announcement. What this Mr. Green's already said that they're going to do. So it's going to be uh, 
It's going to be very interesting to see if NASA makes an announcement about life on Mars, if they'll try to couch it in terms of something that happened billions of years ago, or if they're going to come right out and tell us, hey, we've discovered life on Mars, and maybe it's in some sort of advanced uh, life form. My opinion, they're going to, if they do disclosure, and that's a big if, but in my opinion, if NASA does disclosure, it's going to be a soft disclosure. And they're going to come out with something to the effect of, well, we found these single-cell organisms in fossilized form, and they've been dead for 3 billion years. And that there currently is no life on Mars, but there was some sort of primitive life there that was down at the, at the cellular level, and it happened, you know, 3 billion years ago. And they'll soft-sell that and try to, uh, in their minds, keep the public calm. Personally, I think there's no need to do that. I think people are perfectly okay with the notion of life on Mars and maybe even with advanced life on Mars. But but we're talking about cellular level life. I just don't think people care that much. I think some people will care. People that are maybe UFO buffs or people that are have an interest in uh, outer space, sure, it'll be interesting to them. But the average person, I don't think is going to care one way or the other. Uh, 80% of the people out there seem to think that evolution is the way to go. So for the notion to them that, hey, this single-cell life form evolved on, Mar on Mars and then didn't make it to anything else, it'll make sense to them. They won't care. And uh, people that have strong religious beliefs or people that, you know, are Christians or whatever kind of religion, I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference. It's not going to be earth-shaking for the average person. So what I look for over the next maybe three to six months with NASA is going to be a revelation of uh, very simple life forms on Mars that happened maybe two, three billion years ago, but they've been gone for a long time. And, you know, that's, and that's what we're looking at. We'll see. Could be wrong. At any rate, big developments on the Mars scene, and it'll be very interesting to see what happens over the course of the next uh, year, actually, with and year to two years with the next Mars mission. Uh, I would encourage you to stop by uh, the ufowarning.zone site. There is a clear connection now. If you go to Anchor, where you listen to the show at on Anchor, you can click the link to my website. And once you get over there, uh, there are some cool YouTube videos uh, regarding the UFO field. There are some links to articles, and there's links to my websites, to my Twitter account, uh, UFO Warning at Twitter, uh, to my uh, YouTube channel that I've started to try to develop a little bit. You can get over there. And uh, also some links over to the ufowarning.blogspot.com um, site where I try to post um, notes to the show. If you've had UFO experiences, don't uh, hesitate to leave a comment. Leave a, leave a comment at Twitter or the blog or whatever. I'll take a look at it. Until next time, this is UFO Warning over and out.